The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you folk medicine revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being. Hello folks and welcome to another episode of The Natural Way with Sandy. We're zooming right along now. We are up to episode 14 and we are picking up more and more people. We are about 700 and something I think by this stage. We're wanting to get to 10,000. Do you think that's possible? Well let's see if we can do it together. So let everyone know, to let everyone know, to let everyone know and also give me feedback to sandy, S-A-N-D-I, at sandyrogers.com.au. That's R-O-G, not with a D. And let me know if there's a particular podcast you would like to hear or your friends would like to hear. Maybe your club would like to know something as well. I give lots and lots of talks to clubs and places all around uh, Australia, and it's wonderful to get feedback. But also, as a club, you could tune into the podcast and get lots of information. So, let me know. Well, what is it about today? This is episode 14, Men's Health, Gout, Prostate and High Blood Pressure. That's what it's going to be about today, folks. So guys, we really need you to listen as well. Not have the wife sit there, if you've got one, take down all the information and sort it out for you. Actually, hubbies, blokes get out there listen to this information because it is really important about you there's so much out there about women's health but when I started running men's health seminars I think we had probably three or four in the audience versus with women we cut numbers off at 120 now we're getting more and more men coming along to the men's health and that's why I wanted to do this episode on men's health. If you are interested in knowing about men's health or any of the talks that I give, uh, say maybe for a group or something like that, contact me. I do live in Queensland but is I'm also available to be travelling as well or for conferences as a speaker to be able to get natural medicine folk medicine revival and men's health support out there. So let's go, men's health, gout, prostate and high blood pressure. One of the things to look at first and foremost is the diet that you really should have and having a diet that is high protein, low fat. So high protein, low fat, low simple carbohydrates. Now low simple carbohydrates means a lot of those uh, things like bread and pasta that type of thing. But you do need complex carbohydrates and within this short little 30 minute that we're presenting, the complex carbohydrates, fruits and vegetables is a starting point. So the more fruit and vegetables you can get into the diet, the reduction of uh, the, the real, and I'm talking about a heavy reduction of simple carbohydrates, white flour, all that sort of processed food, starchy sort of foods, that come into the diet. The fats, keep those bad fats down. You know what they are. The bad fats that are coming off meat, as an example, make sure you have really lean meat and small amounts. The diet really needs to have a good amount of fiber. 
and fibre coming into your body can come through the fruits and vegetables, but also having rolled oats as an example. The fruit and vegetable combinations of carrot and apple are usually well liked because they've got a little bit of a sweetness to them as well, but you do need the fibre. So instead of juicing, you need to get that fibre intake into you. Vitamins and minerals are very important and I always profess to have the vitamins and minerals that will come through the foods rather than pills and potions. Sure, occasionally you are going to need to build up with maybe some bottled vitamins or minerals, but generally rely on your food as medicine to get those vitamins and minerals into your body. Now, what are the other things that we need to look at? Reduction of alcohol is important for men's health. We're not saying no alcohol. In fact, some alcohol is fine. But basically, I'm going to give you a list of tips for you to write down and think about. So reduce alcohol and have it that it is in a limited amount coming into your body. Medications such as sleeping tablets can sometimes do more harm than good because you may sleep, but how do you feel when you wake up? Do you feel sluggish? Could that insomnia be because you don't have enough exercise? Could increasing exercise in the morning help you sleep better at night? We know from research that if you exercise 12 hours before you're going to go to bed, that can assist with the insomnia. Have a think about that. An overconsumption of supplements can be of detriment. What happens is a lot of people will go and get minerals, vitamins, nutrients, the latest fad, the latest super product that is in a pill or a potion, and it's called a superfood or a wonder product. It's the solution to all of our ills and chills. The overconsumption of supplements can actually be of major detriment. And the reason for that is the more you take, the more your body has to process. Now think about that. The more processing that your body has to do, the harder it has to work. So could you get your minerals, vitamins and nutrients in the form of food instead of the overconsumption of supplements? I know of some people who basically take up to 30 supplements a day. And this does not tend to be uncommon. So think about, do you really need it? And are you assimilating it or maybe passing it whole? Cooking and raw foods versus each other. Now, cooking for some food, of course, is necessary, like meat, etc., but raw foods in the form of your fruit and vegetables could come in to be able to create a high nutrient value. So think about what you could have raw or likely steamed. Exercise, you should start slow. What happens with a lot of people, they'll go into a health kick, they start getting into their exercise, they really hit the straps and then they will generally end up with painful feet or an injury. They start walking long distances and their feet aren't strong enough to cope with this sudden onset of exercise. So start slowly. 15 minutes a day is adequate and then start lifting from there. 
always hydrate the body. And this is one of the biggest things to think about, guys. Hydrating the body is so important. A lot of you may be working outdoors and therefore you must have the hydration. But basic hydration should be as a minimum that you would be having 30 mils per one kilo of body weight to a maximum of three litres a day. So 30 mils per one kilo. So if you were 100 kilos, that would be three litres. If you're over the 100 kilos, three litres would be your maximum. Sip water regularly throughout the day. Don't go jumping into it and gulping it down and getting as much in because you will flush the kidneys, which is a good thing, but you're not hydrating the entire body. What you need to be doing here is the changes that we're talking about can be made and they're quite easy if you take them step by step. More information now for you. Reduce salt and diet drinks. Reduce salt down quite significantly in your diet. So no added salt as an example. Have foods that have got maybe some organic sodium in them such as celery which has got a salty flavour. Diet drinks are notorious for producing aches and pains around the body. So therefore it is best not to have diet drinks. Drink water, put fruit or vegetable in the water to change the flavour if you want. Full fat to semi-skimmed or skimmed is a good transition. So if you're having full fat, slowly transfer over. There are some great advocates of dairy who've been raised on it. They love it. But they might have very high cholesterol too and they need to start getting into the change. Well, the best way to do that is start off with half full fat and half semi-skimmed or skimmed and then slowly transition across. Instead of making a big jump, find that you really hate it and that's causing more stress and stress is a bad thing. So slow transitions. Grill foods instead of frying. So always do a grill for the meat so the the fats are dripping down into the tray trim all the fats off the meat very important use low fat polyunsaturated vegetable oils great transition choose low fat cheese realistically when we're looking at it the chicken the low fat cuts the fish um, and um, really eating less red meat so more fish Trim chicken, trim red meat, less red meat. And the fish to be having to come into the body, which I'll talk about shortly, those oily fish that should be coming in. But chicken, be aware that there is quite a lot of fat there, particularly if you've got the skin, so rip that off. Low-fat dairy products to transition as well. Eat less processed foods. There is so much process that goes on with food that almost renders it not a food. So the more man has played around with the food, the less therapeutic benefit it is going to be. It's as simple as that. Fresh fruits, vegetables, nuts, grains, quality meats, things like that, all coming into the diet, great. But the more processing that it has had, the worse it's going to be for you. Reduce cakes, biscuits and substitute with fruit. If you've got a sugar craving, we'll have a fruit salad. Eggs are excellent but may elevate cholesterol so therefore just look at a moderate intake of eggs. 
the high protein, low fat, low carbohydrate that I've recommended from the beginning is really important to consider. The other thing I'd like to do is to give you a couple of combos that you may like to start working with. Baked beans for breakfast, there's a great protein. If you're really busy, baked beans with the breakfast and a poached egg. Wonderful, great combination. Mushrooms on toast, as an example. For mid-morning, you might like to have a low-fat yogurt with an apple. For lunch, you could have an egg and salad roll or alternative, but really have that multi-grain if it's going to be a roll or have a salad and have a good amount of protein and mix and match them. Lettuce, tomato, cucumber, beetroot, but put some mushrooms, good protein. What about some lentils, great protein? What about some nuts, great protein? What about some Chicken or fish, salmon, tuna, great protein. See the way we can start mixing and matching our food to make differences. What about a low-fat yogurt with a small amount of nuts? That combination is lovely. Yogurt, nut, grated apple, fantastic. Maybe a little sprinkle of cinnamon, works fantastically. Have stir-fry that's got lots of leafy greens and maybe toss fish through it. If you're not really a vegetable eater, stir-fry is a great way to get started. Mix and match it all together. Get those fresh fresh vegetables into your diet and then put some quality fish into it. Even maybe some prawns, something along that line, scallops. Supper could be apples. A great and a lovely way to bring apples into the diet is ginger them up. So you can add ginger to the apple through the cooking process or low sugar ginger beer and cook the apple in the ginger beer and have a low fat custard. If you're really craving for something sweet and you'd normally have a pudding or a cake or a dessert, that gingered up apples is fantastic. In my Energy Unlimited booklet, we've got recipes in there. In my Fruit and Vegetables as Medicine book, now sold about 25,000 copies, um, has All the reasons why you should be having fresh fruits, vegetables, nuts and grains. There's lots of information in there. Household remedies, there's more. Go on my website www.sandyrogers.com.au and go to the store and see. These are very low price books. I've kept them down on purpose. $29.95 for over 400 pages of information in fruit and vegetables as medicine. So, end of promo, folks. Now, the one thing I would like to talk about here, the prostate help, the missing link. All of the information I've given so far is basically to be assisting the body to neutralize and to be able to get into a health and well-being. It's supportive of high blood pressure and gout. But let's look at the prostate specifically because there is a missing link Too often we overlook the bleeding obvious. For centuries, naturopathic practitioners have known the benefits of seeds to help the prostate maintain good health. With statistics suggesting that 50% of men over 50 have some presentation affecting their prostate, any assistance will be helpful. So, pumpkin seeds are the beginning. Scientifically validated as housing very powerful amino acids such as alanine, glycine and glutanic acid. 
In addition, pumpkin seeds are a very rich source of zinc. Within one trial, frequency of urination was decreased by 90% with the ingestion of two tablespoons of pumpkin seeds a day. By adding a combination of seeds, you'll be well on your way in protecting that prostate. So I'm going to give you a formula for you to write down. Or you can go on to www.sandyrogers.com.au That is Sandy with an I and Rogers without a D. So let's get it here. Cucumber seeds, dry them yourself. Watermelon seeds, dry them yourself. Unfortunately, you may have difficulty getting watermelon because man in his wisdom has decided to remove the watermelon seeds. How stupid. Sesame seeds, purchase these from the supermarket or health food store. Flax seeds, almonds, walnuts, Brazil nuts and crush and blend together and have a tablespoon a day. So it's just like a handful of the flax seed, a handful of almonds, a handful of the walnuts, a handful of Brazil nuts um, uh, some the cucumber seeds, a couple of tablespoons, the watermelon seeds, a couple of tablespoons, sesame seeds, a couple of tablespoons. Crush and blend them all together and have a tablespoon a day. Now these are so important, these seeds, that this is a wonderful folk medicine revival health tonic for you. But I preceded this information for you with the general health information before we led into the prostate because the men's health must form those points that we raised initially and then be supported by the prostate health information. So guys I hope out there that this is going to be helpful for you and that the simplicity of it doesn't blow you away too much because often people undervalue folk medicine because they say it's too simple. It has to be much more complex than that. Well, no, it hasn't got to be. That trial that was conducted with the seeds demonstrating that 90% improvement, there's a 90% reduction in the frequency of urinary output with the ingestion of two tablespoons of just pumpkin seeds That was extraordinary. But if you add the pumpkin seeds to the equal parts of the formula I have given you, then start taking that on a day-to-day basis. So until next time, this is men's health. It is also a focus on the prostate for you. And I look forward to working and offering more podcasts as we go along. So you know the drill. Let everyone know. Let everyone else know. Let everyone else know. I am available to do public speaking around Australia or overseas. I travel over there occasionally. We do have lovely people listening in the UK and America. We have more Americans coming on board. We now have Brazil and Spain. How fantastic is that? And Mumbai came on board a few weeks ago. So... Absolutely fantastic. Let's get this out there. It's free information for the world community to help you with a revival back to folk medicine and to really be supportive of each and every one of you out there to help with your well-being recovery. Please find happiness in every moment, each and every day, and please enjoy the journey. And don't forget, just keep smiling because at the end of the day, stress is one of the worst things for us all. Take care. Bye for now.
The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being.